0: Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This woman from Belusia County, Florida provides one more thing to add to the list of things you should never bring to a gunfight. Deputies were called to the home on San Jose Boulevard late Christmas Eve after the woman's 60-year-old boyfriend, who had a history of domestic abuse, apparently got at it again. Officers later said the unidentified woman felt like her life was in immediate danger, and that's why she took a handgun out of her bedside table and shot the man who is expected to survive. That fear for her life apparently triggered when she was lying in the bed and later said her boyfriend came at her swinging a tomahawk.
1: (laughs) don't hear that very often cliff this is true <laughs> i mean samurai swords we've heard yep and you know no good story with a machete no i was gonna say machetes on the list <laughs> we may have to put tomahawk on there although that's that's going old school there cliff, when you pretty pull pretty out the tomahawk <laughs> <laughs> well cliff here we are just after the christmas the feel-good yep. season yep. and i was looking so forward to this morning starting things <laughs> on a good note yeah and then this um this message came in to Uh-oh. Country 98.1. Oh no! Oh okay. yeah! All right. Half of the morning to you. I'm really proud of you boys for uh, working uh, like attorneys pro bono for a non-profit organization like your radio <laughs> station. There. Okay, all right. <laughs>
0: Baby, he knows way more about the inside workings of <laughs> this show and the station then i'm really comfortable with i'm, that, I'm a little uncomfortable with that too
1: yes it's um he's almost like an alexa spying on us. cliff yes, is what exactly i feel that. like how does he know all of that i don't know a nonprofit organization
0: yeah. and and we're working for free yeah we nerdy kids like me spent many an hour pouring over magazines back in the day like popular science Because way back then, the world of information wasn't available like it is today from Google in mere milliseconds. Those of us with a burning desire to know how things worked had to wait for the editors of those magazines to tell us. And we had to wait for the stories on what the future of high-tech would be. Well, I have found the future, and it is ours. The technological marvel that is any Tesla vehicle is a sight to behold, and is something that not even the magazines of the 70s could have predicted as today's Model S Long Range has a top speed of 155 miles an hour and is rated for 402 miles between charging. But while most of us back then were looking for that story about the wonder of the future, the flying car, what has come to fruition is slightly different, as in the latest firmware update, Tesla gives us not the flying car, but the farting car. It turns out the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration requires all electric cars built after September 1st, 2019 to emit some type of noise to alert pedestrians because they're otherwise silent. And therefore, Tesla's manufactured after that date have an external loudspeaker built in. And now one of the sounds you can program to come out of the speaker is farts, either pre-programmed farts or you can use a USB device to
1: upload farts of your own. I'll never have one of those cars, Cliff. I won't either. <laughs> ever. Probably never even said in one in my lifetime. Yeah. But if I ever had one, I would program in the noise. You know that little doorstop that's on a spring? Boing, boing, boing. Yeah, that, That's what I would have in mind going down the road. That's you know, a,
0: I'm doing farts. I know you.
1: There's no doubt you're doing that. No, there's no no doubt. You'll have uploads of hundreds of them.
0: That's right. You want to help me record those? No. <laughs>
1: Just because you call the anytime line and leave us a message, yep. and at the end of it say, have a good day. If you say hurtful things before that, that doesn't cancel <laughs> that out. Uh-oh, what happened? Here you go. <laughs>
0: okay. Morning, week. Morning, Cliff. I'd say Phil McCracken, dry you, you guys working for a nonprofit. Well, I wouldn't say you were working, technically. I'd just say you're there.
1: You guys have a great day. You see, you... There's a lot of work involved in this, Cliff, that's <laughs> behind the scenes that we don't like it's, to talk about. I, I mean, yeah, I
0: mean, we, we don't want to, like, break our arms, patting ourselves on the back, especially those of us, you know, who actually have regular arms. But um, there, it's, a, it's kind of an invisible thing. You know, people don't really understand the thought process about putting this program on the air and the extensive work and thought that goes through to make it happen every day without fail. At hours, most people aren't even awake to do.
1: Well, except for Thursday's program, last what Thursday's program is so bad, yeah. Cliff, that I've been <laughs> yeah. working ever since then, yeah. trying to get a presidential pardon for that one right there. I'm thinking, <laughs> well, if we're handi- mean, if we're handing them
0: out, it pretty well rubber stamped the signature on the presidential pardon, so it should come to come to pass. We
1: should get one of those, yes, <laughs> yes, Cliff. I have. Uh, Been fairly Mm -hmm. lucky, actually very lucky in my lifetime. I've only been in the hospital a few times. And one of those times was a broken ankle and I had to have it, you know, operated on and Mm -hmm. had, you know, three or four, maybe a dozen colonoscopies. I have kind of lost (laughs) track on those, (laughs) (laughs) but I never thought of this. I've asked the doctors a lot of questions, even on the simple procedures like that. But I've never asked a doctor if today was their birthday. Okay. And it seems, Cliff, that, uh, well, out of the research out of UCLA says that uh, found that yeah. people who have surgery on the surgeon's birthday yeah. had a 23% higher chance of dying on the table that day because they <laughs> seem to be a little bit distracted. <laughs> That's going to be a question I'm going to ask from now on. It's today your birthday? Yes.
0: I'll come back tomorrow.
1: Okay. We'll do it another day. I want to know your birthday before we even start the conversation. Uh, I don't want to be having a colonoscopy and a doctor thinking about birthday cake, Cliff. I
0: just—you just, just, certainly don't want one of those uh, those things, you know, that you blow into that, that whistle thing. Yes,
1: I don't want them in there having a little party. Party hats and yeah. Confetti, while you're getting a colonoscopy. Yeah, <laughs> pinning the tail on the donkey, and I have to be the donkey. <laughs> well, your tail's there. I know. I don't want to pin anything there. Ola. I expect twenty twenty one to be like a Chucka Con song. Tell me, <laughs> tell me something good. That's what I'm expecting. Okay. You know, Cliff. Earlier this morning, we mentioned yeah. that when you end a message that you bring us. On our anytime line, yeah. With uh, you know, have a good day. Uh-huh. The stuff before that counts. The stuff that <laughs> you right. say, it's
0: not the, the you guys have a great day is not like a magic eraser <laughs> to take away all the insults you tossed
1: at us. No, it's not like one <laughs> of those uh. Oh, what is it, Mister Clean Magic Erasers? That it's all clean now. Exactly.
0: Yeah, that's exactly right.
1: Yeah. So this came in again from you know, Hello. the mouth. Yeah.
0: The show is crap. So have a good day. See, that's
1: <laughs> the show is crap, and have, have a good a great day. day. Yes, yeah. that's. There's no eraser big enough for that, is there, Cliff?
0: No, no, there is not. We. It's been very cold in recent days in the high north. In fact, what's typically considered the coldest village in Russia, it's already been. 50 below zero, but farmers still got a farm and life still has to go on. And that's why Nikolai Atlasov did what he did. milk production from his dairy cows has a tendency to turn down somewhat in the extreme cold, in spite of the fact that all the cows huddle in a shed to stay warm during the coldest parts of the day. A report from the Siberian Times, though, says the farmers solved the cold problem by making giant bras to cover the cow's udders. The big triangular bras have been sewn from old sheepskin coats or other fur, and keeps the udders from freezing along with the milk out inside, when the cows go out for exercise.
1: That's a cold day, Cliff. I mean, you're ex- exactly right. Our forecast for today: wrap your udders because it's a cold one. I wonder when it's 50 below like that, Cliff. If they have yeah. flashers that go around in Russia. Or do you think the flasher is just, you know? Uh,
0: (laughs) You mean people who would expose themselves otherwise? (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. Well, whatever they got exposed is going to freeze off. Maybe, maybe they just (laughs) describe what's under their raincoat (laughs) to people that walk by. Cliff, you've started to affect all of our listeners in a dramatic sense.
0: (laughs) Why is that?
1: The story you had after the eight o'clock news. Yeah. No sooner had you got the words across your lips, yeah. We got this message from our Anytime line. By the way, okay. Cliff, what is the number of the Anytime line?
0: Uh, you can uh, call the Anytime line at eight one two six eight two, o five two o. Anytime, we won't answer it live, but you can call and leave a voicemail at any time, and you can text us there too,
1: like this voicemail here. Phil McCracken, I've got a question for you. I uh, I just heard part of that story. Uh, you say Dolly Parton? We, it was in. Uh, Siberia no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I didn't say that. <laughs> I didn't hear you say one word about Miss Dolly. Now, did well, you?
0: Well, I did, I did during the news update. <laughs> you know, when I said, following the 8 o'clock news, and there's always some... Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, I said, insert Dolly Parton joke here. Well, and yes. So, and, then, and then, you know, I stepped clear. I didn't say anything further about Dolly Parton when they were talking about giant bras in cold weather.
1: <laughs> but, Phil... He went there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about some good news this morning? You I could, could use some good news. What do you got? I could too, Cliff. A uh, new study says that uh, long-term uh, excuse me, long-term use of aspirins yeah. dramatically cuts your risk of dying from a wide array of cancers. Really. Helps prevent cancer if you take aspirins. That's what they're saying, Cliff. Okay. And that's that's great and that's wonderful and all of that good stuff. Yeah. How about some yeah. good news from the long term cheesecake you study? <laughs> Can we have a little bit of that? Because that's right up my alley, Cliff. Right, yeah. If you could eat cheesecake <laughs> on a daily basis, I don't mean yep. be a pig or nothing, like maximum three pieces. A day. A day.
0: That's three your pieces of cheesecake a day. You don't want to be a pig,
1: you no, say. No, You'll
0: settle for three.
1: Three. That's the maximum. <laughs> you can have one or two, but three's your limit. Yeah. And somebody okay. do a study that says there's some good news if you do that. Yeah. That it wards off, like, I don't know, weight gain or something like that.
0: <laughs> oh, sure. That's exactly what go- it's going to ward off weight loss.
1: <laughs> I miss it a lot more than I thought I would, Cliff. What's that? The voting brackets. I just miss having something to go to there to see the excitement of our wonderful listeners as they're voting on Ex- the mean, next thing that we e- have coming up.
0: Excitement? Yes. What are you talking about excitement?
1: You know, <laughs> we did the music bracketology, your favorite yeah. side for Thanksgiving. For we,
0: Thanksgiving, and we did, we did Halloween candy. We've been <sighs> basically uh, doing all of this uh, stuff where you could go to vote on the... Uh, various contests on our website, com. ever since the first week of October and six people have voted. I could count the votes on both of my hands, (laughs) the number of people who are voting. No one cares. Well, it hasn't been that bad. No, it's been that bad. (laughs) In fact, it's been worse than that bad.
1: Are you saying we're going to have to eliminate it coming into the new year?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Considering the return on how much money we made on them. Nothing. And who's done all the work?
1: You. <laughs> and how many gifts and prizes have we given away from the voting?
0: None. None whatsoever. And that's why six people are voting on the same contest. So it's dumb. We just need to stop doing it. Phil McCracken was right. It's dumb.
1: I kind of miss it, though, Cliff. Well, do it on your own time I then. I kind of miss going over there just seeing how few of people have actually participated.
0: So, so you miss being disappointed.
1: I do miss it di- being well, disappointed. Well, then you need to
0: tape this show and play it in your car on the way home. <laughs>
1: wow. I don't know if you saw this story or not, Cliff, but over in England, a mother of twins yep. is being strongly criticized for giving one of her uh, twins a tattoo so she could tell them apart. <laughs>
0: Anyway, so she had twins. Yes. And I mean <laughs> the only way she could tell them apart was by getting one of the babies tattooed.
1: That's exactly right. That's a true story. I didn't make that up. That's actually happened. And I wonder how often how hard is it, Cliff, would you think with twins that you wouldn't you know, you name one Mike and one Bob. Can you yeah. actually tell them apart? You know, um, it's like that game where they put the you know the bean underneath one of the cones and <laughs> running around. It's like, which one's Bob? Where is he? So she couldn't figure it out, and so she just, boom, tattooed one I, of them, I'm, and I, people I'm, are mad. Well, I mean, first off, none of their business, so they need to get over it. <laughs> well, maybe she could have just used like a, I don't know. I don't know anything about tattoos, but maybe like a couple of little dots. You know, like would, like would a have like
0: a whole back piece put on one of these babies, or what?
1: I'm the other one, is what it says. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yes, I'm the other one. Don't you think a dot or two, Cliff? Yeah. yeah. In a location where you won't ever see it, like you know, <laughs> I don't know, a meaty part of a baby. I don't know where that's at, a meaty part of a baby, but you know, a couple of dots yeah. doesn't hurt that bad. You've been tattooed, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And it wasn't horrible, was it? Well, no. But I think I'm the other one is a bit...
0: That, <laughs> I mean, that's going to put a stigma on it. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's going
1: to, yes. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. And we're going to down the Bluetooth road, Cliff. You see, okay. Bluetooth was named after a 10th century Scandinavian king named Harold <laughs> Bluetooth. I'm not making that up. That <laughs> no. was his name. Well,
0: I mean, and a lot of people don't know... Maybe some, if you're not really a tech person, you you may not know, but a lot, most of the things that are under development are given inside the companies a code name. Like, um, a lot of people remember, if you've used a Windows computer, Windows XP, because that was, what, 15 years ago, something like that? Oh, yeah. The code name Microsoft gave that was Whistler, (laughs) for some odd reason.
1: (laughs) Well, that, that's where Bluetooth came from. And and
0: if, if it, I, I probably know this already when you said it. I'm like, I, I remember this. I had to go remind myself. The code name for whatever this technology is, they called it Bluetooth because it was code for collaboration. And the thing about the king Bluetooth was that he united Denmark and Norway in the year 19, 958 A.D. So they were going to call this. And they said, well, let's just call it Bluetooth. It's a pretty cool name.
1: <laughs> and you can take all of that to the bank, because that's, that's right. true. And I've, I've taken over your take it to the bank with geek knowledge. There you go. I've been doing a little thinking about this voting bracket thing, Cliff, that we oh. haven't had much luck with.
0: Yeah, clearly little thinking would be the key word there.
1: Well, what do you think of this one? Okay. We can have a bracket made up of uh, yeah. favorite faucet names. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the... Um, The Devonshire, the Bancroft, the Fairfax single hole, which happens to be one of my favorites right there. Huh? What do you think?
0: I don't think anybody really cares about your faucet or faucets in general. Do they drip when you turn them off? That's the most important part.
1: No one has a favorite besides you. The the tempered center hole?
0: (laughs) Well, although I would probably want to, discuss over a beer the benefits of a tempered center hole uh, and faucet wise i really don't it's
1: no one has a favorite okay i'll keep thinking on that <laughs> cliff was there anything said today
0: praises of the day start with number three working pro bono for a non-profit organization <laughs> uh, that's a i mean there's a corporate spy in our midst i believe i think there is too <laughs> that's right. number two maybe a dozen colonoscopies I've kind of lost track.
1: You would think I would have a better understanding of those.
0: <laughs> when you lose count of your colonoscopies, your name might be weird. You're
1: enjoying them way too much, I'm saying.
0: <laughs> and the number one morning roadshow phrase for today this show is crap. Have a great day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It <laughs> doesn't work.